This episode of the Quality Goods Podcast is brought to you by The Genius Brand, health products that are formulated to optimize everything. The Genius Brand has a ton of vitamins and supplements to maximize your performance, like their stimulant-free pre-workout, their leading nootropic, Genius Consciousness featuring lion's mane and astragalus mushrooms. They also have products to maximize your chill, like Genius Mindfulness with Neurofactor to relieve stress and support cognitive function, or Genius Sleep Aid with L-theanine and a microdose of melatonin designed to be a non-habit-forming supplement to ease you into dreamland on those restless nights. Whichever area of genius you're looking to improve, there is something to help you optimize that. So check out thegeniusbrand.com today with code QUALITY upon checkout for 15% off. And if for any reason you aren't getting the desired effect from your product, the Genius Brand offers a 90-day money-back guarantee. So what have you got to lose? Hit up thegeniusbrand.com today, code QUALITY at checkout, and supplement smarter. On this episode of the Quality Goods Podcast, Anson and I were joined by founder and stylist of LeBlanc label, Alina LeBlanc. If you listen to our last episode of the podcast, this will be serendipitous timing, as she is the perfect guest to speak about how our appearance is one of our most powerful tools in making impressions. If you didn't catch that episode, this will still serve as a great examination of style and fashion and how they are tools for expression that we consciously and subconsciously put to work for ourselves on a daily basis. As a designer turned stylist, Alina uses her keen fashion sense and expert knowledge of clothing craftsmanship to guide her clients to reimagine their closets and showcase the versatility of garments already in their wardrobe. You know we are huge advocates of sustainable fashion at Quality Goods. And we really enjoyed chatting with someone who is just as passionate about educating her clients on how to be fashionable and eco-friendly. So let's get into it and see what's good. Quality, 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 quality goods. Quality, 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 quality goods. What is going on, good people? You are tuned into the Quality Goods Podcast. I'm Chris Beatty. And I'm Anson Jade. And today we have a guest from the East Bay. And it's actually a very fitting guest considering the topic that we addressed last week. So if you listen to these episodes in sequence, it will all make a ton of sense <laughs> to you. But we have the former designer at Latote and now founder and stylist of her own LeBlanc label. We have Alina LeBlanc. How are you doing today? I am great. How are you guys? We are doing lovely over yeah. here. Chilling. Yeah. Nice. Lovely weekend. And uh, what better time to discuss sustainable fashion and you know personal styling than preceding an episode about appearance and impressions. I know. Thank you for having me on. I feel like this was perfect timing. I just listened to your guys's last podcast about appearance and impressions and talking about how important it is for when someone else sees you, the first impression you make. But to be honest, I feel like the first impression you should be making is on yourself. So actually looking really good and showing up for yourself before you show up for the rest of the world. Yeah, well said. You know, I couldn't agree more, you know, because if you 
don't feel comfortable. And this is something that we, we touched on briefly in that episode, you know, like if you don't feel comfortable in what you're wearing and confident, yeah. then you're not going to go into that interaction projecting those vibes. Exactly. Yeah. If I can't look in the mirror and like feel good about it, yeah, if, if I'm already a little off on it, I'm like, all right, let me reevaluate what I'm doing. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, you know, stylists aren't just for celebrities and, and stuff like that. You know, we, we all have to make an impression. So when is a, an appropriate time to consult a stylist? Um, I would say really there's no time like the present. Right now, I think since we just had, obviously, a very intense year for everyone. Um, and pretty much, I think people's styles kind of stuck to like sweats and being really comfortable inside of your house. So true. But I know. But <laughs> I think making like an effort to actually get ready makes a huge difference. Like I was actually researching the other day. There is something called in-cloth cognition which mm. is really interesting. So it is a scientific study that they did. And when you dress in a certain way, it like triggers different reactions in your mind. So the definition of it actually is the idea that clothing shifts who you are and it can carry moods and abilities outside of you into your bloodstream and your brain. Wow. So to me, I was like, that's insane. I watched the study and they did it with lab coats, for instance. So they asked different groups of people to answer questions. One group, they told them to wear, they had them put on a white coat and they said, this is a doctor's coat. So the way that people answered those questions, they did so much better than the other group. Then they tried it again with a different group of people. And we, they were told that the white coats were actually artist coats. And those people performed much worse. Oh, man. So it's kind of interesting. (laughs) Not getting it done. It's crazy. Wow. I mean, what about the actual Pete, the subjects of that test? Like, who were the people underneath the coats? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if they like picked certain people, but it was just interesting because I think it's true. Like, when you dress up, for instance, like, Obviously every, well, not obviously, but every time now that I leave the house, one of my goals is to actually get ready and look really good when I go out. Cause I'm like, yeah, why those, not? Epi- or those, yeah. uh, like, those opportunities now are few and far between. For real. No, every time I leave the house, I'm like getting ready, whether it's going to the grocery store or picking up something. I'm like, I want to look good. Cause I just feel so much better. And I think even with everyone, most people are working from home now, even showing up like when you get dressed, your mood completely shifts. Like you are more productive if you're in a nicer outfit, like for work. And it's so interesting because you can see the difference in your work ethic and how your day goes even. Like a few people I've talked to, customers of mine or clients and just other people I know, they were saying how pandemic they'd have days where they would just get ready at home and they're like I felt like I actually made better choices from doing that so even eating healthier or like being just more productive like reading during the day and taking time to like do things that were more based on around self-care than just like lay around and watch yeah, TV. I mean the sweats will do so, that to you you know sweats yeah. will put you in comfort <laughs> mode where you just yeah don't want to move fast you know you the, the, yeah, the, the sweats just inhibit your abilities, you know, your cognitive abilities. It just yeah. blankets you. I mean, I got sweats on right now, and, like, I'm talking a little more chill than I would. I mean, honestly, like, for real, you know, because 
when you yeah like i mean if it goes from what you're wearing to like your bloodstream it goes the other way too like you know just but feeling super comfortable then my whole mindset is like and then it's saturday and we're just chilling so you know it's okay to have that vibe right now i think but but i do notice too like yeah. you said when um i spend more time to like i'm gonna get ready today when i go out i'm like more willing to do that other thing because i'm already out and about i'm like man i'm trying to go and like just mingle with the world like not even people necessarily but just being like yes. i want to you know show out a little more so you're like i will i look good mm -hmm. i need to be exactly. seen <laughs> something that you touched on when we first started um getting into this is you know not only how you look for other people but starting with how you know you dress for yourself so i was just kind of curious even me like i i think i take a lot of time to like make sure you know the stuff i wear matches my feeling but um like what questions should we be asking ourselves when we're trying to like get ready for the day um, I don't know if it's necessarily a question you should ask yourself, but how I typically start my like services with clients is I really help them figure out what their personal style is. So there's so many, also this kind of has to go back with the sustainability aspect too, but there are so mm. many clothes in the world. Like it's yeah, wild. Which ones are for it's, me? The world yeah. is polluted with fashion. It's pretty crazy. So there's there's so many options and so many items that you can choose that it can sometimes feel a little bit overwhelming or confusing, especially if you're not someone who is like really into fashion and who like really loves clothes. Like to me, clothing is an art form. This is how you express, your, express yourself and how you want to feel really good and excited. And like my personal style is pretty like Hell I yeah. like flashy shit. That's my style, really. But I want to feel confident in my style. I like color. I like flash. And when I'm thinking about my personal style, these are things I'm thinking about. So when I am shopping for clothes, I'm looking for things inside of those bubbles. And you really want it to fit into your style and not just like, this is a trend, so I'm going to wear it. Think about like, does this really represent you? And is this something that you feel really good in and comfortable in? So I think for me, I love working with people to figure out what their style is. So they're not just following trends and constantly buying new items that they get overwhelmed when they look in their closet anyway, because there's just too much stuff. So by having your own style type, you're able to look at everything and it, seem, um, it feels much more cohesive when you're going through your items. So it's less overwhelming, but you know, most of the items are all going to go together. It's going to be easier to find clothes that make you feel good and that you really love to wear. So what kind of questions are you asking your clients to assess what their style type is? So usually how it starts is a brainstorm. So I will say, how do you want to feel in your clothes? And what do you want your clothes to say about you? How do you want your clothes to represent you? So for instance, okay, so either one of you can do this, but what are like some words that you want to feel when you're getting ready or when you're dressed? Well, I'm going to feel functional. Like, you know what I'm saying? I like to have a certain look and I, same thing. I kind of like colors or I can go, you know, certain ways, but for sure, I want to be able to like go throughout the day and be pretty much dressed for most things. You know, obviously there's exceptions, but for the most part, yeah, like feel comfortable in the car, feel comfortable if I'm working or if I'm going to go hang out with people and um, yeah, be able to carry it out through the day if I don't get a chance to do a, a wardrobe change. Yeah. And then how do you want to be perceived in your clothes? Um, I think like like effortless, but you know, like thought out, like if you know, you know, like I'll, I don't you know, try to be super crazy with what I wear, but like certain you know things i'll wear I, I you know like certain people will be able to you know uh 
kind of seek it out, you know? Um, And then, yeah, sometimes like depending on my mood, but sometimes I feel like super colorful or sometimes it's like back to just basics, you know, like, like I just bought some Dickies earlier, you know what I mean? It's like something real, like I can go with anything and be pretty dressed to go wherever. If I'm like stopping in the store or like once we can go back to restaurants, like if I wasn't planning on lunch, but I'm still ready to go and do that if I have to. So ideally you'd like clothes that can carry you throughout your day and night. You want something that is going to be very functional and comfortable. So those are like how you would describe how you want to feel in your clothes. And then with clients, I usually go through, like have them create a Pinterest board and pin styles that they like. So we can figure out what those like actual style words would be. So it could be, for instance, it could be like, oh, I'm seeing your Pinterest board and I see a lot of these images are edgy. So we want to incorporate that into your clothes. So you're like, okay, so you want it to be, your style is going to be relaxed or it's going to be functional. It's going to be comfortable. It's going to be edgy. So when we're looking through clothes, when we're looking through your wardrobe, I'm kind of having that in the back or actually in the top of my mind the entire time as we're going through items to make sure that it's actually fitting all of those categories that we talked about. And then when I'm shopping with a client, we're always going back to those words too. And so sometimes they might be like, oh my God, I love this. This is great. And then you're like, well, this isn't really the style that you're looking to achieve. And this is going to confuse you when you see it in your clothes, like in your wardrobe. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of making sure everything is cohesive. Yeah. Cohesive is, is definitely important, you know, because you can like things from all kinds of different styles, but you have to understand that you can't just mash them all together into one outfit and do that every day. You got to be choosy with your approach to the day. Exactly. And for people, then it's just, if you're not really into that, like some people are, and I think that's fine. Like, I think everybody should have their own personal style, but if you're already a little bit confused about fashion and not excited, that's just going to be so overwhelming. Yeah. To have to make all those choices and like, what do I do? I think so many people have so many items. A lot of the time too, they just, it's like looking into your closet and being like, Oh, I have nothing to wear when it's packed with clothes. So helping them get a better understanding of what they're trying to achieve with their clothes, how they want to feel, how they want to look. Yeah. I think something that's like overlooked a lot of times too, and that, um, kind of early on, I, I kind of felt this way was like making sure all my stuff is interchangeable too. With like, you know, I, I don't want to be have to just put one outfit together for when I'm feeling like that. Like, I have my t-shirts that I wear with my jeans, and those are a certain kind of jeans, you know. And then like same thing, whether it's chinos or you know, like I said, dickies, yeah. whatever. I can wear a little more, and yeah, like have the levels, but still want to be able to mingle in, and then like be able to have those pants or whatever go well with if I feel like a brighter shirt that day, or you know, like a basic tee or whatever. A hundred percent. I think all of your clothes should be able to be worn multiple ways. Like, and that's really important. That's like something I really like to do is to show people um, ideas and outfits that they wouldn't necessarily think of on their own, but it's just being more creative with what you have and seeing it like fashion is my form of art and expression. So for me, I'm like, oh, I love doing this. Like there are nights when I'm like just going through my clothes and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to make all different outfits because it's fun and then you're excited to wear it because you're like oh I made this and this is like something different and this feels fresh even though it's with things that I may have already owned 
Yeah, and you may discover that a piece in your closet actually goes with more items than you thought. Or maybe the opposite happens and you're like, oh, maybe this doesn't go so well mm -hmm. with what I thought it was. Yes. The exciting part now is that I started my own styling company is my goal is to really use more of what people already own. So say they have an item that they really love, but they for some reason it like doesn't fit them quite right or something is a little bit off about it. I can help them because I am also a fashion designer. So I'm able to help them redesign looks, which has been really cool. So for instance, my friend, she had this like big army jacket and she's like, Oh, I love this, but I can never wear it. She's like very small. So it kind of overwhelmed her body. So I ended up like cropping it, taking in like creating fisheye darts in the back and just adding a little bit to it, like putting in shoulder pads, just so it's like, you can still incorporate those items. You just realize like, okay, we have to change something about them. So it's just kind of it inviting new life into an item, which is really fun to do too. Yeah, that is really cool. And, you know, that was actually kind of leading into my next question, which was, you know, like once you've determined or assessed somebody's style or what their, their aim is for their style, how much of uh, like current trends and sustainability informs how you uh, go about styling them? So a lot of that really is up to the client, but <laughs> I would say I try to push towards more of what they already own just because most people have a lot of stuff already. <laughs> um, I actually recently worked with a client and um, her wardrobe was like a lot different than I have. I was anticipating because originally she contacted me for a photo shoot for styling and she was like, oh, I need all new clothes. I can't wear any of my clothes. And I'm like, oh, that's not really my goal, but let's see. So I created her like an inspiration board for her photo shoot. And after she saw it, she was like, oh, I actually have something like this and I have something like this. So maybe we can add on and we can do a closet curation too. Mm. So I ended up going to her house and we went through her clothes and her, she barely had any clothes that were seasonally appropriate for spring and summer. She had just like plain colored sweaters and two pairs of jeans. So I'm like, okay, this is, this is like a certain case where I think that like a shopping trip is necessary because yeah, let's, let's supplement that a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Cause I'm like, this is going to be really hard. We can't really make spring outfits out of all of these sweaters and two pants. So for her, I did mm -hmm. end up doing a shopping trip and I do think it's important to look for more sustainable brands, but for her, I'm like, I think it makes more sense if you're buying an item and you can wear it a ton of different ways and you can wear it more often because I'm, I'm definitely trying to step away from fast fashion because I know it's terrible for the environment, but I do think there's a difference between shopping consciously and then just buying things because it's trendy. So even Absolutely. if you were to buy something and say it is from a fast fashion manufacturer, if it is like a higher quality and you know that like the fabric is really nice and the fit is good and you can get a lot of uses out of it. I personally don't think it's that bad to purchase like an item from there that, you know, you're going to get a lot of use out of. Yeah, I actually have a jacket like that in my closet that I wore earlier today. I, uh, <laughs> I bought a bomber jacket from Forever 21, you know, a, yeah. a place that's known for fast fashion. But I bought this jacket probably back in 2010. 
or 2011. So I've had it for like 10 years. Wow. It's a great jacket. It was only like maybe $50. And it, it's a great jacket. It gets compliments. It looks good. It fits good. And I was actually very surprised at the quality that came from Forever 21. Yeah, yeah, I know. I agree. I think sometimes you can find some like a really cool piece that you're like, okay, this is great. And it can hold up over time. Like I would not encourage people to just go and shop to shop. I think that when you are shopping, you should have kind of an idea in your head of what you're looking for. And when I'm shopping with people, my clients, I'm ideally looking to fill holes in their wardrobe of what they already have. And do you find that since the you know clothing business has largely shifted online, especially after last year, like are yeah. people going through retail therapy as much as they would if you you know is it is the same experience as just popping over to the mall? Do you just like start browsing you know whatever website? I actually just went to the mall like a few weeks ago, and I hadn't been for so long that. I was going to Nordstrom in Pleasanton at Stone Ridge and I was like walking there. And then I was like, Oh my God. And it was closed and I had no <laughs> idea. And I ended up going to Macy's for these jeans for my client. And then the woman there was like, Oh yeah, it's been closed for a year now. And I'm like, what? Crazy. Yeah, just <laughs> I'm like, I guess I haven't really been shopping. So that makes sense. I've, just done shopping online and for my client I did mostly all of her shopping online too because I'm like it was so much easier but for me it's hard because I like touching and feeling items yeah. like I'm fabric I want yeah. to feel it yeah it's so hard to look online and you can't tell the quality of just looking at a picture and even if you are to see the fabric content you can't really tell because yeah. you can't tell the weight and you're also promoting without method of shopping not being able to try something on first, not be able to get your hands on the fabric. And then, you know, if it doesn't work out, that customer then has to return it and create more packaging and do all that yeah. stuff and do that dance of going back and forth with product. And, uh, you know, that's kind of not a sustainable uh, way to shop either. Yeah, I agree. And it is sad to see so many stores closing because I'm like, oh, it's like I love feeling the clothes and trying them on and, I think it's hard because I'm like, I know that there are people who don't really care about clothes. So for them, it's not a big deal. Like they're like, oh, whatever, I'll just buy it online. But I'm like, oh, I love going into stores and to really like get my hands on things. Yeah, so, I mean, plus like sometimes the colors are just a little different in person yeah, or whatever, absolutely. Like, no matter what. Yes. And, you know. Yeah, depending <laughs> on what device you're looking at, yeah. at it. Like what if your computer monitor, like the color isn't calibrated right yeah. and you get the, you know, you order yes. an item, it's, yeah. it's supposed to be like royal blue but it ends up being like magenta or something like that <laughs> that's pretty wild <laughs> but i feel like that happens or when you see like those little pictures people post of like what it looks like oh, online yeah, and sure. what it looks like in real is life the dress gold or was it yeah, blue white and gold or blue, <laughs> blue and black yeah uh, but yeah i mean so i was gonna say though the one thing i did do a lot of online shopping only because uh hella people were doing sales, but the only thing that I did, I did buy were things that I know how they fit. Like I bought more Wallabies, more Levi's Vintage. Like yeah. I know how those are on me. So familiar exactly. items, familiar like, fits. Yeah, but I didn't go with no other brands yeah. that I never messed with. Cause yeah, like you said, I'd rather have it in person if I yeah. can, but. 
I agree. Also, something good when you are doing any sort of online shopping is if you're able to know your measurements yeah. ahead of time to really like look at their sizing guide. For instance, like I love the real yeah, real. Yeah. Have you heard uh, of yeah, the real I'm, I'm not familiar with their methods though. Let's let's educate okay. us. The real real is like luxury consignment and they're they have the best pieces like they have super unique items that are like really great and they're very transparent about the quality of everything and the prices are really good for what you can get um but for those items like a lot of them are altered because people have had Mm -hmm. the items already so it's so important when you're looking at the measurements to actually know your body measurements when you're going to order something like that because you can be like oh I'm usually a medium, but you have no idea how it's going to run. So I think it's so important to be able to like, look at those numbers and look at your own and say like, okay, this will fit or not just because it also alleviates like the stress of having to return something in a short period of time. Definitely. So one thing I kind of wanted to touch on too, is um, like you mentioned, um, you know, no time like the president when it comes to like trying to, you know, figure out your style and and have someone help you with that. Um, and I think there's already going to be a certain kind of person looking for a stylist, right? So there's there's that barrier of entry, like, okay, you have to at least want to have that. But do you notice, is it a pretty wide range of reasonings why people want to start doing it? Or is there a pretty common theme, theme about why they, you know, seek out your services? Um, I think some people are kind of curious. So they're interested because of that. Other people, somebody... One of my clients that I was really excited about, she reached out to me because she wanted to gift herself this experience. So she did it Mm -hmm. because she was turning 50 and she's really, her goal was to really reclaim 50, which I loved. So I'm like, you need to feel confident. And she had put so much energy into other people. Like she worked for a nonprofit. She's a mom, she's a wife. And to really take the time to invest in herself is really important. And I think that's important for a lot of people is to actually think of this as this is an investment in you and your success. And it is for you. It's not for anyone else, really like dressing better. To be honest, a lot of the time it does lead to better opportunities, but you want to feel really good. And, you know, they say like dress for the job you want, not the job you have. I think that is true because you really want to embody that person who is an elevated version of yourself so that I am able to help people accomplish that is amazing. Like I'm so grateful to be able to do that, but to really help people if they're a little bit stuck and they are like, Oh, I don't know what to wear. And I think I should hire stylists because I'm not really sure. Like that's fine. I'm, I'm happy to help people really take their style to the next level, try to push themselves and to get out of their comfort zone because you're only going to grow. Absolutely. You know, it's, you got to manifest that and, you know, doing so through your appearance and your, your attire is I've been there. Sometimes at work, I just wanted to dress down, but then when I wanted to make moves, you know, you gotta, you gotta show up, you gotta look the part, you gotta talk the part. It's all goes hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah. For real. Speaking into existence is much more than just like, Pep talking yourself, you know what I'm saying? You got to look like it. You have to be in the places that that thing you want to do is around. Like if you're not in that environment or putting yourself into that thing, there's no way you're going to find that thing you want. You have to at least 
be going in that direction, you know? And uh, yes, you have to really embody and feel it. So, yeah, I think people get, you know, caught up in like uniform, like that means work to people. It's like, no, I mean, I have, I have a uniform every day of how I, you know, consider dressing. And I think like it reaches a certain part. Um, like I've always been, you know, curious and like, like to, like you said, it's an art form to dress a certain way, but then I get to a point where I'm like, okay, this is kind of going to be my style. And maybe the fit changes and the brands change, but I don't really veer off that course too much, you know, add some different things to, to my, uh, you know, style when it comes to like taking on new interests. But for the most part on my daily, like I know where I got my pocket that I'm in, you know, but it is, I think it's even cool too. Like, I'm sure you have people that feel that way too. And then you show them something and like, bam, like, oh, I didn't even know that could be part of this lane that I already have, you know, like you still show people in, you know, like I'll go in more depth, you know. It is really cool because you're experimenting, you know, like clothes are meant to be played with and have fun with and enjoy. But I think it is really good to like push yourself out of your comfort zone, try new things. Like we are human beings. We're constantly evolving. Our style is constantly going to evolve too. Like, yes, ideally we're having a style, but this style won't be your style forever. Exactly. But to be able to really embody it and feel your best in it when you can right now in the present is an amazing feeling. Yeah, maybe tomorrow I want to try out a cyber goth phase. Or maybe maybe the next day I want to go through a, a thug phase, you know. Today I'm, I'm embodying Oakland because, you know, I got this cool hat and I was like. You do, you know? and your sweatshirt. You know, I think that's fun. I sometimes dress in like themes. Oh, for sure. Which I'm like, oh, okay, I'm a ceramics art teacher today. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's just cool. But like, just like mixing it up within mm-hmm. what I already own and just kind of playing around because fashion isn't something that should be scary. You know, you want to play dress up and play around and just feel and look good. Yeah. We don't always have to take it so serious. Like, like you said, there are times to take it serious. Like if you want a particular job and you want to impress, then yes, dress that way. But you know, you can have fun with it too. It doesn't always have to be a serious thing. Exactly. Like I like helping people push themselves out of their like comfort zone a little bit, like try something new because yes. Okay. I think there's a lot of different style types and your personal style can be made up of multiple style types, but being able to have like, Oh, this fun statement piece that you can wear a few different ways and just trying something that's a little bit more exciting because fashion is fun. Yeah. And I think also like people, getting their or even myself included but getting my own way because it's like man not every single thing you're wearing has to be changed like you said that one thing can just flip it all you know all the way around but like you know once whether i'm in a store or like you know if i um you know talk to someone who i know is also interested in it once you get comfortable with them i'm so much more willing like dude just tell me anything like i'm open to trying it all out you know um, once i know that we're on the same page or at least close to it you know like it's like yeah just That's true. No, that's good. I think it's important too. I think two major things when you're thinking about clothes and if you are kind of pushing yourself out of your comfort zone is to think about the fit of the items and also the quality of the fabric and the quality of the construction. So say you do have this piece and you're like, okay, this is like a little bit wild, but fun. Make sure that it's just something that fits you because if it doesn't fit you, you're never going to wear it. And it's not something you're ever going to feel comfortable in. Yeah. Just those pieces that live in my closet or dresser. And I'm just like thinking about, Oh, I'm gonna wear it one day or I'm going to alter it this way. And it just, it never happens. 
I agree. I feel like so many people probably have clothes in their closet that still have the tags on them. And you're like, oh, someday I'll wear it. But it's like, no, that day is really never coming. Somebody else can use it. Like, I try to help people donate items because I'm like, someone else can actually wear this and love it. And you haven't, clearly, it's still here. (laughs) So now it's time for someone else. (laughs) Well, I'd like to take a step back and uh, talk about what you were doing before your personal styling business. You know, you went to uh, FITM in San Francisco. I went to the Academy of Art University. Man, I got all my stories twisted. Okay. In San Francisco? Yes. But I was working in the fashion tech industry for the last five years, which is very different than a lot of people that I graduated with who were working just in the fashion industry. So working in the Bay Area has been a completely different experience than most people that I know. Um, And I'm very thankful for all of the time that I have working for companies like that because all of the companies I had worked for were small startups. So I interned and I was an assistant designer for Third Love, which is a women's like lingerie company in San Francisco. And they're really, and it's a fashion tech company too. So their goal is to really help with fit. So it was very technical um, when I was working there. So you have to think about, this isn't just a garment you're designing to design something really beautiful. No, this has to be something that's very functional and fits really well. So it was a completely different experience than like when you're in school and you're like, Oh, this is amazing. I'm just going to design this and it's great. And it's just a piece of art. Like, yes, it's that too, but also it has to be functional and it has to be something that women really want to wear every day. So that was a great experience. Um, I really enjoyed my time there and it's pretty crazy because they've grown so much since I've been there. And then after that, I worked for a company called Marge, which was um, very like niche company because it was a luxury brand for women five, nine and up. So Mm. the clothes were all actually manufactured in the Bay area. So in Oakland and San Francisco, which was really great to work and see the studios or the factories here. Um, but it was kind of hard because the target market was so small. And yeah, then it is a small market, but a, a market in need though. Right. Yeah. But it's nice to see now because a lot of brands are becoming a lot more size inclusive. So offering a much wider range of sizes in like in different heights too. So they'll do like, a petite line and then also tall, which was nice to see. I, I remember uh, when I was working at Nordstrom selling women's shoes, like we had a special section that was specifically for women that had really, really small feet or, you know, yeah. a little bit larger feet. And like that section was so small, like there's a yeah. very small subset of brands serving yeah, women so hard outside the average like size. Not that much available. Yeah. Um, that was like a good thing about working for third love too. They were really size inclusive and they had over, they had over like 40 sizes Mm. in bras, which is wild, but great because they had half sizes. So it's like, if you're in between cup sizes, you can get a half size. Um, because otherwise what you just have to compromise and, you know, make it work. Right. Yeah. Yes. Which is sad because that's something that you're wearing every day and you want it to be really comfortable and feel really good in it. Is everything like 
your undergarments yeah, are the like base. the base of anything else that you're going to wear. Exactly. So you want to really make sure you feel supported and you feel comfortable in what you're wearing. Because even if you're wearing something that doesn't fit properly, if you put something on on top of that, that's also going to look strange because it's not fitting your body like it should. Yeah, the garment will sit wrong and something that, you know, is supposed to fall a particular way might now be altered and just look all kinds of wrong. Yeah, great. After March, I, it was so funny there though, because I felt like I was so short, which I'm 5'8", so I'm definitely not short, but it was like the founder was like 6'1", and other people who worked there were so tall, <laughs> so it was, it was a funny experience, because I'm like, I'm normally yeah, you, tall. Yeah, the people that you're surrounded by on a daily basis <laughs> yeah. are so tall, you just like get used to it, and you walk out into the world and be like, <laughs> just <laughs> hulking over everyone. I know. You guys are all so short. <laughs> It was, it was like a very funny experience, but it was really great. And I really loved working there. Then after that, I worked for La Tote, which a, was a women's fashion subscription company. And I was a designer for their private label brands. And I worked there for the last three years. So I actually had an amazing experience there. I loved my coworkers so much. And it, I loved going to work because I just worked with the best people. Um, but we designed for their private label brands and we worked really closely with the whole merchandising team. So they had a buying department and then we were also designing our own private label. And we had 12 brands that we were designing on all of them had very different aesthetics. So for me, it was really fun because you're never doing the same thing. And even if I was designing something like, I don't know, there's so many different brands, but a lot of things were like out of what I would normally design. Like it's not some, a lot of designers, I think design for themselves, yeah. you know, like when they're thinking about their client, but it was fun to think like, okay, this is for this girl. And these are things that she likes. These are colors she likes. So for me, I loved it because it was always something very different. Um, and then while I was there, Lato ended up acquiring Lord and Taylor, which was the oldest department oh, wow. store in the United States. Um, which was pretty wild. And we ended up doing like pop-ups in the stores and we're creating an exclusive line for Lord and Taylor from Lato. Um, but unfortunately last March, everyone from my company was laid off, which was yeah. pretty shitty. Yeah. I say. <laughs> but yeah. The fashion world definitely <laughs> took a hit during that time. Yeah. And, then it was like a point where you're like, no one is hiring right now. Like, what am I going to do? And it's like, I cannot just sit around and be sorry for myself any longer. So I really have to like figure something out. And I have always wanted to do something on my own, but I've never had really the time to do it. And last year allowed me so much time to really focus in on what my goals are and how I want to achieve that. And the main reason I became a fashion designer is to just instill confidence in women and to make them feel like beautiful and sexy in the clothes I designed. So now I'm thinking of how can I use that in another way where I'm not just producing more to produce something? How can I work with what they already have to still give them that feeling? And it's an amazing like experience for me to work with people and to really be able to help them with that. Because I do think like everyone kind of has their like paths they should be taking and everything will kind of happen how it should. But I think that's like 
one of my gifts is to help people feel more confident and that I'm able to do that is amazing. And to really be able to work with just regular people, like I don't necessarily need to style celebrities to make me feel good. Like I want to know that I'm having an impact, a positive impact on someone by making them feel and look their best. That is a great gift indeed. And let's not gloss over (laughs) the gifts that you gave back during you know, peak COVID times or early COVID times rather. And you, you know, shifted gears and were making masks for folks. That is true. I made <laughs> a lot of masks <laughs> in the last year. So that was actually really nice to be able to do too, because, well, first of all, it was good yeah. because everybody was wearing masks and also providing people protection, but it also pushed me out of my comfort yeah, zone. And you did to it early too, like before a lot of major brands pivoted and started producing masks, you know, yeah. like there was a need for masks and you recognized that need and yes. were quick to, to jump on that. You're like, hey, I got the skills. Let's let's put them to work. And, you know, you also created a product that, you know, at the time we just had like paper masks and N95s and you were taking some really cool patterns and giving you know oh, people a way to express themselves you know through you know something that we all have to wear to, to keep each other safe yeah thank you i appreciate that um yeah i think it was like god if we're gonna have to wear masks yeah. at least make it cute or fun oh. or exciting like it's like already sad since you can't really see people's mouths. So you can't see their expressions as much, but I'm like, if I see somebody in a fun mask, I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm already drawn That's to the that. The first person. thing I thought about, like, I'm all about, you know, <laughs> yeah. of the newest sneakers or whatever. But first thing when this happened, I'm like, I'm out here getting the craziest mask I can bandanas and like, whatever. Cause I was like, <laughs> I have to. I have to have something that yeah, stands out. If you're gonna wear it on a daily basis, yeah, like if you know, you know. Once again, yeah, yes, yeah. and it just became like an accessory. Like you're using this as an accessory to complement your outfit or how you're feeling. So it was kind of fun to do, and also I think it was really good for me because mm-hmm. I haven't sewn so much in a very long time. Because typically, when you're at a company and the, the items are getting produced at factories. Yeah. The designers are not sitting in yeah, exactly. like the office sewing. Like we're not, we're a lot of times we're just sketching or doing trend research and looking for fabrics and things like that. And so it was really nice to get back into the habit of sewing and like even creating a pattern, like creating little mask patterns to be able to sew and like try testing them out and making samples yeah. of like, Oh no, this doesn't fit. I need to take it in here. So I think it was a good push for me too, because I'm like, oh, I haven't sewn in so long. And in the last year I've sewn, <laughs> I've probably sewn hundreds of masks. So it was, it was a good experience. Yeah. I mean, so. and I'm sure even when you were sewing, like you were doing clothing for the body, like when was the last time you measured someone's face to try to put something on their face? You know, like that's not, I'm sure, I'm, I'm guessing that's not what you were doing before when you were sewing. Yeah, I've never you know? done that. <laughs> so it was fun. It was something different and new and it, Also, I'm like, I had a lot of time in the past year. So I'm like, okay, this is a good use of my time where I'm doing something productive. And this still is helping people and making people feel good about something they probably don't necessarily want to have to wear. But to keep other people safe, wear a mask. (laughs) Yeah. And just because we're getting vaccinated now and uh, things are going to improve, you know, it's we're not giving up masks yet, people. Like, this is going to be 
something that's a part of society probably from now on like no yeah. that's exactly what i'm hoping for but we've already proven here that we're a little stubborn but i really want to feel like if i have a cold i'm just gonna wear a mask like yeah you know it's yeah. been helping like can't that just be a thing and we're so but you know hopefully people can yeah, continue they are to get, effective you know yeah, like if, if you have a job where they they force you to come in if you're feeling a little under you know yeah. you can't get the coverage yeah. just for real because that's what can I'm we normalize that like as a i would love that because i'm like it's so nice when yeah, I didn't even get sick this year because I'm exactly. like when I was around people, I always has I always had a mask on. I'm like, okay, that was yeah. nice. It helped with allergies. Like, <laughs> yeah, and I just uh, I just flew home from Alaska and it's like negative seven degrees. Trust me, oh. that mask helped keep my lips yeah. keep your face chapped, warm. You know what I'm yes. It was all good, and I just wore it even just to have the warmth from it. So yes. I'm like, Man, that's what I was saying. In. Like when it was really cold, I'm like, I kind of want to do it like a sherpa lined one. I know that would be hard mm, to yeah. warm, yeah, but. Yeah. It's so much better to wear it when it's I cold out. It just like warms sure. your nose. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it's funny, but for sure, like you don't want to, you can't just use one fabric. Like there's people from different parts of the country that have different climates to deal with and yeah. you want it to be comfortable. Like, yeah. I agree. So one thing I kind of want to ask, I mean, obviously, you know, going into the mask was um, just needed at the time, you know, obviously not something you were thinking about before, but, you know, with your experience that you had, you hit a pretty wide spectrum of types of, you know, the fashion world you're working in. So like, other than also like evolving as a person and growing, like did your style change while you're at certain companies? Like how you, you know, did it like, you know, fit different when you're in different roles or different positions in the different companies? Um, to be honest, no, I would say yeah. that the companies didn't really affect my style. Like I, I totally enjoy dressing up and like getting ready and peacocking. Mm, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm, I'm like all about that. And I feel like I've just always been like that, even since I was little probably. But for me, it's just fun. Like I enjoy it. So like at Latote, we were so close. Like my coworkers are like family to me. So like it was fun to dress up. Also, it was like kind of dressing up for them too. Because I'm like, this is my theme today. Like, yep. oh, yeah, especially like, oh, I see you, I see what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's nice, like, and also seeing other people dress up, you're like, oh, it feels good. It's just like something Definitely. I enjoyed. Especially if you put that like thing on for the first time and someone notices you, like, oh, tight, you yes. know, like, all right, or, or like, oh, I haven't seen you style like that. Like, all right, I see you. Yes. I feel like everyone, we we're all very like complimentary to everyone there. Mm -hmm. So everybody would be like, oh, is that new? I've never seen you wear that yeah. and like, <laughs> like I wore them for years so we would see a lot of each other's outfits and I'm like oh I love it when you wear this or <laughs> yeah like, oh that would look great one. with this thing or whatever like you had this yeah exactly and then samples oh my oh, god yeah, sure. I got so many samples when I was there for clothes and it was nice because I was very similar size to the fit model mm -hmm. like oh <laughs> if you don't need that I'll, I'll find a home for this and you're yeah, like you got so the only like, one yeah, it's like, oh, they didn't make it. Why are giving friends samples? I'm like, here, or you get the, I'm like, Oprah. Just, like, yeah. There you go. Yeah, why not, though? If you got the opportunity, I mean, like, something you were talking about, too, is like, just the whole, like, your your goal is to, like, you know, confidence boost, right? And, like, I think it was huge that you were talking about, too, the way your, your current business is, is trying to um, use the items they have. I think it's a real big confidence boost for me if I've been telling you what I want to wear, and then you're like, oh, you should try this. And you're like, oh, I have that already. Like I did know, I just didn't know. I knew you like, you're just bringing me out of my shell. Yeah. And it's so much more confidence building when you're like, I was on the right path. I just needed to clear some things <laughs> out the way. Right. So 
Yes. And I think a lot of it too is also like educating people on their pieces and showing them how versatile they are. Mm -hmm. So you might have a shirt that you're like, oh, I like this, but I don't really know what to do with this to be able to show you like, oh, well, you can wear it this way. Like you can tuck it this way. You can tie it or like you can roll up your sleeves. You can do this with it. So then you really are showing them like, oh, wow, I can wear this a lot of ways that I hadn't even thought of. And it's just kind of being creative with the pieces that you have. And while we're on the subject of like personal style and what was the first time that you saw somebody wearing a piece or something and thought like, hmm, I can pull that off or somebody that really inspires you in the fashion world? God, that's kind of, that's a good question. Um, I have always liked clothes a lot. Like when I was little, I used to play dress up all the time. But <laughs> I would make my friends dress up in clothes and I just love doing it because it's so fun. Like, I just have always liked that. I would say a fashion inspiration. Yeah. Like what inspired you to play dress up back in the day? I don't know. My aunt always had really fun clothes. So I loved looking through her clothes and she had a box of dress up clothes for me. Oh, Every sick. time I'd come over, I would put them on and they were like... <laughs> They were like her old clothes. <laughs> so that makes sense that why my style is yes. the way it is. <laughs> what era of clubbing are we but talking? Are we talking like 80s? Or? Probably yeah, like the yeah, 80s. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like sequin mm. mini skirts that could be tube tops. <laughs> so <laughs> it was just fun for me. And I enjoyed trying them on all the time and like playing around with them. Um, I would say, I don't know, like my style inspiration I don't think I have one. I have designers that I really like and respect their work. And I think it's really amazing and beautiful. Um, but I would say I didn't even realize that until later on, like when I was in school and really diving deep into designers and learning a lot about them. Like I've always liked Versace because it's like very flashy, like Miami party like that's mm -hmm. what I picture yeah, like it's a lot but it's intended to be a lot yes yes so to me that was always like really fun I really love there's a designer her name is Sally LaPointe and she does really beautiful clothing for women and a lot of hers are like monochromatic looks so all the same color and the fabrics are amazing and to be honest I don't even think I've ever seen any of her pieces in real life I just am like obsessed with them because they're so beautiful and her fashion shows are beautiful but another big style icon for me it's like recently found her her name is Colleen mm. Heideman and she's actually probably in no, her um... 80s but she is the most glamorous person. She wears like really sexy clothes. She looks so confident and comfortable. I just like, I, I adore her. She's amazing. So I feel like there's just people who have really good personal style that I'm like, those are people that I really like and they For seem sure. more interesting. Like you're kind of drawn to them and you're like, wow, there's something about this person. And I do think it's part of their Absolutely. confidence, the way that it kind of radiates off them. But it's like, it's beautiful. Fashion is art. And to like see how mm -hmm. someone puts themselves together, I really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, when they're doing it with unique pieces and in unique ways, or maybe wearing garments in ways that other people aren't, yeah, yes. it makes yeah. you do a double take for sure. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's definitely times where 
somebody could be wearing the same exact kind of outfit, but that person mm -hmm. just wearing it better. That's yeah. why your Who eyes wore get it to best. Them. Yeah, 100%. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. why that's a thing, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, and that's, you know, and it just goes with it. Like the way that they just carry themselves to walk around in it, you know, like, I mean, it's undeniable. But I think that's what fashion does for you. Like it makes you feel confident. It's kind of like a way to put it. I think somebody else said it, but it's kind of like um, a, a type of armor. For like sure. it's like how you're expressing yourself, but also like this, it's very powerful. Clothing is powerful. And I just heard, I have to read you guys this quote on a like, Fenty fashion show from October, I think it was. But there, she had all of these different artists on that were like singing during the performance. And then there was this quote that Miguel said that I was like, oh, I love that. He said, fashion is an extension of expression. It's your very first impression that you give and get from people. And I'm like, that's spot on. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. You're, you're making a statement without saying anything. Exactly. Yes. And sometimes it's that walk in the room moment, like you just spot that person. Or it's when I get close to you and I notice that detail that I didn't see. And like, not even everyone's going to know that detail. You know what I mean? Like those. Yeah, I love those moments. And like, just it's like, oh, yeah, I can't believe I noticed that, you know, or whatever it is. And like, I'm sure they yeah, appreciate but it. But it too. just feels special. Yeah. You know, like there's something about it that feels special. Exactly. Yeah, and I, that's why, like, over the years, I've always tried to seek out peace. Not every piece, obviously. You know, I I keep a lot of basics in my yeah. my repertoire awesome. now, but you, I always like to have pieces that are unique and that no one else will have. Because then, yes. people when people see it, there it, it is. It creates that like, hey, what is that moment? Because it's no like one ever sees it anywhere. Yeah, yeah, it is a conversation piece. And that's that was actually the intent with this hat, you know? <laughs> yeah, perfect. I was thinking that earlier too. I was like, oh, that's cool. I've never seen that. Uh, and I mean, exactly. I, like it's familiar, exactly. but it's different. And that's yeah. what I like it's going for, you know, like day. that's like when I, when I look Nailed at brands it. like Nike and stuff like that, everybody wears Nike, you know, but then you can find that one piece of theirs that no one else will have that because it's just a, a rarity. And th those are what I, so you, you create the familiarity to draw them in, but then they, they notice those in those like, you know, intricacies of the, the product and they're like, Oh, that is crazy. Yeah. I love that. What, do you have any statement pieces in your wardrobe currently that you just can't get enough of? A lot of my wardrobe is statement. <laughs> the whole style is a statement. <laughs> but I love, so for me personally, like I really love mm. jackets. Like, I have a problem over half of my closet is just jackets. And I'm like, all of them. I'm like most, I would say 90% are statement jackets. And I'm like, I just love wearing them. And when you wear them, you feel really good. And it's just so fun. Like I have metallic leather jackets. I have like magenta pink jackets. I have sequin jackets. I have these like cool brocades that are iridescent. I just love that. It's really fun for me. Um, I worked in, oh, I worked in the mission for La Tote. So I would walk from BART to work every day. And it was so funny because I would wear like some flashy stuff. And a lot of the times you're like, okay, no one talked to me. I'm just trying to get to work. But then I will wear sometimes like my metallic jacket. And then it's like, people yeah, are drawn to you. Yeah, like, who are you? I got to know more about this person. <laughs> this yeah. woman like comes up to me. She's like, that yeah, is a yeah. badass oh, yeah. jacket. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. thanks. And mm -hmm. then it just starts your Yeah, it's like, better. I even got to work yet. I'm already <laughs> crushing it. 
Yeah, I see, you know, people that don't wear <laughs> items like that, they don't realize like what that can do for you in return, you know, like you're putting out energy and yeah. you're putting out this vibe through a piece of clothing and that energy comes back to you, you yeah. know, in the, the form of, you know, a compliment yes. or you know, just a, a sparking up a conversation. I agree. Even all, always too, I would say compliments are meant to be given. So if you see someone, if you like some what they're wearing or how they look or something like that, tell them like, why hold it in? Tell them you feel good giving a compliment and they feel good. I definitely made a point of that. Like throughout the years is if I see somebody wearing something that caught my eye, I will always tell them that I think it's cool. Like cool shirt, man. Like, Oh, I love your shoes. Nice earrings. Like, like, cause those people made conscious decisions to wear those pieces. Yeah. Yeah, and so yeah, I know, and it's like, oh, it's cool that someone yeah, appreciated yeah. it the, besides just me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a perk. It makes you go through the day a little easier. Like, oh, someone else noticed what I'm noticing about, yeah, how I'm feeling or whatever. But I mean, like, you know, it's it's just super important to like also tell people, like, man, like that doesn't mean you got to spend hella money or it's got to be flashy. It's like it's just a piece that, trust me, no. you can find it in any way. And usually, it will call to you, like whatever it is. Like you'll walk by it, not looking for that item or whatever, and like, oh, it damn, or someone's wearing that, and you're like oh man, I need to add something like that into what I'm doing or wear it in that way, you know? It's just like a little bit of inspiration you get yeah, when you're exactly. walking by something and you're like, oh, this needs to be mine. But yeah, you don't have to spend a ton of money on clothes to make sure that they're something cool or unique. Um, I, yeah, I mean, yeah. I love vintage stores because then you know it's exactly. not like anyone else is really going to have it, which I love. Um, but you can go to like consignment stores, you can find things that are like really inexpensive. And I mean, obviously not everyone can sew, but (laughs) if you can, like you can make really cool things out of other pieces that you find. So for me, that's like something exciting that I'm like, okay, I need to really get more into because there's plenty of times I'm like a, (laughs) first of all, I'm a fabric hoarder. Like I have so many fabrics that I'm like, oh my God, I love this, <laughs> but I haven't used most of them. So I need to start. That's a goal. Um, but I see pieces that I'm like, oh, this is beautiful. And if it's like a reasonable price, it's like way too big. It's not my size. I'm like, I don't care. I can figure out a way that I can redesign this into something I can wear because I'm like, this is so cool. I have to get it. Yeah. And you've never seen it before. You're not going to probably see it again. Especially like you said, if you're, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it's too, it's like, plus it's all cyclical. It's, it's been done before. Image might not fit the same as it was before. And the colors might be a little different, but it'll be out there. And it is cool on the hunt. If you're, if you're specifically looking for, or if you stumble across that thing, you're like, oh, that's speaking to me. Like, yeah, I, I try to thrift all the time. And every once in a while you just walk past these racks and, and then just something just catch. And it'd be like a little piece of it, but yes. I'm like, damn, I need to look at this a little more and just see what it's about. Like I, and I love just like thinking of the story in my head, like what life this thing lived before I even, ever put my eyes on it you know how cool i've actually never thought about that but i love that idea <laughs> yeah it's cr- you give it a story mm-hmm. yeah i mean like a <laughs> some crazy one like, like i'll go to the bin sometimes you know what i mean uh the, whatever the goodwill whatever but um i found these uh, ll bean like cutoff shorts but there's like paint splatter on them and like little holes and i'm just like man like i already like you said like i feel like a ceramics like you know teacher something <laughs> wearing these or whatever but like that definitely like i put this whole thing behind it and i'm like someone else is gonna just completely love it for a different reason and love that it's broken in and they didn't have to put the reps into it. You yeah. Know? Give it all. I agree. That's like really cool about some of the pieces too. Like for instance, like jeans, mm-hmm. 
I'm like, it's so nice to have jeans that like have kind of like already been worn because you're like, oh, they already have that like comfy lived in mm-hmm. feel. I love that. Definitely. Yeah. Speaking of cyclical fashion, what is one trend that you wish would come back? And what is one that you wish would go away? Okay, this is easy for me. Um, so I would say, ideally, when it turned 2020, I was like, oh my God, I hope dressing goes back to like the 1920s. Mm. I'm like, yes, like the great Gatsby. I want everybody <laughs> to wear like party clothes. And then it was like the complete opposite <laughs> of a year. <laughs> but I was like really hoping for that. But right now, like a fun trend, I would say I really love, which kind of reminds me of that. That's kind of started last year is party shoes. Mm. So like, I love when I can wear like a really fun jacket and I can wear like jeans that are like straight leg jeans or a little bit distressed, like a looser fit. And I can wear a really fun, like funky shoe. Cause I'm like, Oh, it's cool. You feel super comfortable in your look. And you're like, Oh, I have this like, little exciting part Mm -hmm. below (laughs) yeah they're giving you the look down like boom just hit them with it (laughs) (laughs) i would say a trend i don't like i cannot get behind like bikes (laughs) just yeah that is pretty huge right now like this it's so weird to me also i feel like a lot of 90s fashion like so much 90s fashion is coming back and i was like it wasn't good then and it's still not good that's the reason it went away so yeah, real boxy looking <laughs> stuff. And yeah, like some of it, I like mm-hmm. like suits. I feel like I love that. Like all of these colorful mm-hmm. suits are coming back in. I feel like that's kind of more 80s and 90s, really. But I'm like that I love. But I'm just like, I don't know, like some of the 90s stuff. I'm like, and it feels weird. It was just too yeah, recent. I know exactly. <laughs> Especially with like, yeah, it's like what I grew up in was, you know, all of like 90s. And that's my first like even you know, first thoughts of fashion with whatever's going on during that time. And it's like, yeah, I know see these brands come yeah. back. It's just weird. Cause I'm like, there's yeah. better decades. Yeah. Definitely recency <laughs> bias, you know? And I think there's a lot of other uh, cultural things in the nineties um, that were big, especially like technology or like entertainment. And I think that's more the nostalgia yeah. of the fashion during that time, because the TV shows were great. So they just assumed the fashion was great too, or whatever, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, that is true. But yeah, it's crazy. Like, yeah, I mean, do you, I mean, all kinds of people now, it's like all that Seinfeld wear, like they, that's what everyone's rocking, you know what I mean? Like tucking the little t-shirts to jeans. Yeah, and dad and shoes. Dad yeah. shoes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's what sucks, man. I mean, like not like I was the only one doing it, but I definitely try to dress ironically like a dad before, but now I'm like that age of like these people. And then it's like, uh, I don't know if they really know that I'm doing it intentionally <laughs> or if they just think that's what I'm rocking, you know? Like I blurred the line too much. Like I, I'm stuck in this limbo. <laughs> I don't know if it's cool anymore. I'm just, uh, <laughs> One thing I wanted to ask, like, so how would you, uh, like, describe your style or, like, define your style, like, if someone was asking you about it? Um, well, I did earlier a little bit, but I would say my style is more of, like, confident, creative, freeing, yeah. flashy, colorful, and fun. Because I want to put on a piece and feel really good. Like, I want to feel like I'm having a great time in my clothes. And, I mean, obviously, I think it's the most important is to be, like, happy yeah. inside. But I am, so I'm like, I'm gonna show that off. I'm trying to think of like five (laughs) words to sum up my my style here. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm definitely comfortable, um, thoughtful. Uh, Damn, this is hard. Well, okay, so I'll do the same thing with you. How do you want to feel in your clothes? Comfortable, for sure. Comfortable. What else? How do you want to be perceived in your clothes? 
like a uh, like well balanced. You, you look me over and it looks like it, it was made to be that way. Do you want to look like? Do you want to look confident? Do you want to look elevated? I mean, yeah, I, I always want to look confident. Yeah. And then what? Who would? Okay, let's. Uh, I didn't ask both of you, but who are your style icons? I'd say one of mine is probably Pharrell. Just because he's always, oh, like, yes. done his own thing yeah. and been very colorful. That feels, like, very accurate for you. Uh, <laughs> he, he's been one. I, lately, I really like uh, like uh, Thundercat just because, oh, you know, Anderson Pop with those, like, those heart-shaped glasses. I just wish I had <laughs> enough swag to dress like, like that. So I'm You can incorporate working. a little bit into your clothes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I don't have to be exactly like anderson park but i can take yeah. you know cues from what he's doing and make them my yeah. own exactly i feel like you shouldn't want to look like anyone else you should want to look and feel like Absolutely. yourself yeah. but you can take inspiration from other people so why not try out stuff that any of them would wear and like incorporate even one piece into your wardrobe exactly. and see like how yeah, you can start, wear start it small. Ways. Don't don't do the whole suit yeah. with the you know the, the gold chain and big you know one <laughs> one thing at a time. That's I take a lot of inspiration for a lot of people, but more the fact of how they look, how how they carry themselves while wearing that, rather yeah. than what they're wearing. You know what I'm saying? But and how do you think? How do you they how do they carry themselves that you like? Like yeah, I mean I think you know, like a huge smile on their face in like times when you like. It just brightens up my day when I see the way like they they where they stand, the way they you know take their photos if that's what it is, or if they're shopping at a grocery store and they're rocking some dope shit like, like you said, like you dress up for every occasion. You know what I mean, like, and um, yeah, someone asked me before about that, but I feel like I dress like if Big Boy from Outkast wore Andre 3000's clothes, like that's how I feel. You know what I'm saying? Like a mix of both of these, like. Like I, I'm not a, uh, like the more street person, but like feels like the poet, you know what I'm saying? Stuck inside me and like having that, like, you know, Mary, you wear, wearing it a little baggier than the poet would have wore it, but you know, just mixing those lines. But yeah, and I think it's just, yeah, that confidence, like that yeah. little thing, like I'll, either I wear a crazy shirt or everything's kind of basic monotone and then some crazy socks or the shoes are crazy, you know, like, but it's not usually the whole, the whole grid, you know what I mean? But see, at least you're like pushing yourself to try to like one yeah, exactly. piece. Like that's good yeah. for now. Who knows? Maybe next year <laughs> yeah. it will be like. Oh yeah, I'm damn, oh, before it, long you're just gonna be full Andre. You know? Yeah, exactly. Shoulder pads and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, but for real. Like I mean, I like wearing Hawaiian crazy Hawaiian shirts sometimes, or sometimes it's a regular button up, whatever it is. Yeah. But and you can you can do that. You know, yeah, you yeah. can be one thing one day, and you yeah. can be a different thing another day. Yeah, I think it's fun to like try and dress in different ways. I just think it's easy when you have your style type because a lot of different options can fall within that. But just being able to say like, okay, I want my closet to yeah. feel cohesive. And that doesn't oh, yeah, mean boring, sure. you know, like it means like I want my personality to shine mm -hmm. through in what I wear. Yeah. I think that's like, so yeah. yeah and that's like, what's funny too, is cause like you'll have a million things that are like even black, but like, no, like I can't wear that to this kind of thing. That's why this black shirt's here or whatever. Cause not everyone things that way, but that for sure. Yeah, it's, just, it's always fun to experiment with even just playing with one kind of color and seeing what you can do with that yes like monochromatic looks yeah. that I, yeah. I love i'm like okay i need to start getting mm -hmm. into this a little bit more because i'm like oh i i love it when i see people yep. wear like all of the same color that's crazy yeah, and maybe with like one little accent piece or something yeah. like that yes i'm like i love that so right. maybe i'll try that next week who knows yeah, definitely <laughs> yeah i'm kind of monochromatic right now i'm real <laughs> forest green like oh you are 
Well, Lena, now's a good time that we could go into our segment that we call support quality. And uh, for this week, we want to ask you about a fashion brand or company that has been quality for you lately or that you want to just shout out and because you respect what they're doing. I mean, I well, my favorite really is the real real just because I absolutely love the pieces because it is all luxury consignment. And I do think they have a good range of prices. So you're able to try different things. And they opened a store recently in Palo Alto, but they already ha- they opened one last, I think, April, March or April in San Francisco. Um, but they just have really beautiful, like very nice quality pieces that just feel more exciting. And it's not something you're going to find on anybody else. Um, I love on their website and their app because it say, says like how much water you're saving by buying something um, that is consigned. So you're like, okay, I feel better buying this. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. huge proponents of sustainable fashion around yeah. here. I mean, it exactly checks a couple boxes, rarity, like, you know, timeless style or whatever it is, the brands that you want at a price you want, right? So. Hey, yeah. Sponsor the well, yeah, because then it's like getting your foot in the door and it's able like you're able to try something from a designer you might not be able to afford yeah. normally, like in a department store. But being able to try something that you're like, OK, this might have been a little bit loved before, but it's still really an amazing piece. And you're like, OK, I see. I understand yeah. why the, I think the qual- a- you know, the quality behind that price point. Yes. Because you can see like the finishing and the details and you're like, this is what you're paying for. The quality of the materials themselves and and the hardware too, you know, when you find the hardware. Yeah. Especially. Agreed. Like, I feel like, okay, well, I have a little bit next week. So this is like, okay, I got this from the real real. (laughs) Super Mm -hmm. fun. Moto jacket. It's wool. That's very cool. And the like the hardware is just so nice and it's like heavy it feels weighted when you're wearing it you just feel really good and the color is obviously wonderful Mm -hmm. magenta but the fabric is really nice there's like just interesting details like on the back there's like different different seams yeah Yeah. so it just feels like something special that i'm like okay even if it costs more than something that i would buy like normally I'm like, this is like a special piece I can wear a lot of different Mm -hmm. ways and I really love it. So I think it's important to really invest in quality items that are going to last you a lot longer that you can wear different ways. And then when it's like made that way and like heavy duty in that way, you're okay to like, you know, kind of get out in the wild and like go to a party in it and get it roughed up a little bit because you know, it's gonna, you know, sustain through that. Yeah, yeah, it's not just- Take it. Yeah, it's gonna hold up. And like, yeah, show its scars a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I remember when that happened, whatever it is, so. But another thing I say, I will say, I think is a really good concept, kind of going back to your question, but is rental clothing. Mm. Um, so I'm actually right now too, I am head of styling for a men's rental company. This is outside of like, you know, special occasion clothing, yeah, right? This is yeah. like everyday clothing really, but I'm head of styling for a menswear company that we just are launching. It's like a fashion tech company called Taylor and it's T-A-E-L-O-R. Um, and we're doing like a pilot right now with size medium customers. Hey, that's me. Yeah, you should try it. Um, but it's a really cool service because right now I'm being able to really interact with the customers. So they take a style quiz and can choose to do a live consultation call, which will be with me. 
And then I create a collection for them. And then from their collection, they select items they like and can get feedback. And then they'll get a box every two weeks, I think is what we're doing right now. But a reason why I was like willing to get involved too with this company is that I think it's so important that we are able to wear clothes more than like one times before you get rid of something. So I am a firm believer in like the circular fashion model and using rental. Um, Just because I read somewhere the other day too, that people, it was like 80% of people now say if they've worn an item two to three times that it's old. And I'm like, Oh Mm. God, that's terrible. So I think really changing people's mindsets around that and to realize like rental is a really good option if you don't want to have a closet full of clothes too, to be able mm-hmm. to like try clothes or like try brands that you normally wouldn't have exposure to. So I'm a big supporter of rental models too. All right on. Nice. Yeah. Well, Lena, it has been lovely to chat with you about fashion this afternoon and I'm sure that we could talk forever about this. <laughs> so but um, where can the people find you online if they want to have a styling consultation? So I have a website and an Instagram and a Facebook. But if you go to LeBlancLabel.com, L-E-B-L-A-N-C-L-A-B-E-L.com, then you can look on my website. I have all of my packages and services on my website. And you can hear a little bit about my backstory. Thank you guys so much. This is so fun. Yeah, thank you for joining. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, I I might you know need a consultation soon. I don't I don't know for what, but you know sometimes it's just nice to have somebody else's perspective and see how they would dress. Well, now is now is also the best time to do it because things are starting to open back up again and people have been in their sweats for too long. So now it's going to be a little bit of a shock. So yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So if your if your style's a little stale. You know, maybe reach yes. for that uh, consultation can, button. Just exactly. smash that one time. We can curate a closet that makes you feel really good and excited to leave your house again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't want to feel excited for yeah. that? Post core outfits is going to be yeah. hitting. Yeah, time to hit them with those Facebook ads, those Instagram ads. Be like, hey, people, you, you. are you vaxxed? Are you ready to, to hit the streets again? Exactly. exactly. Let us lace you up. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thanks, Selena. Once yes, again, yes. yeah. But ho- hopefully, we can do this again. You know, yeah, after IRL. Yeah. And the, yeah. But uh, I'm trying to get my fit together before we do that. Later. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Now I can actually dress up to go to the studio and talk to people again. For real. <laughs> Not yet, but I'm getting there. Getting yeah. there. Perfect. But soon. That will happen yeah. soon yeah. enough. Yeah, and so you can follow us on Instagram if you want to know when that's going to happen. We'll be telling you about <laughs> it sure. at, at Quality Goods TV on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I am at Mr. Beatty. Uh, I'm. Oh, I just changed it. I'm at uh, Finesse Everything now. So just spell the yeah. normal. But yeah. yeah, so not not Young Man Old Souls no yeah. more. Finesse Everything. I'm finesse the, the young everything. man is retired. It's Old Man Old Souls now, man. You know what I'm saying? So I had to change it until I can get Anson. I want like my name, but I DM the dude. Shot someone with Instagram connects. Hook me up with that. But for now, finesse everything. So, but yes, yeah, thank you just you gotta again. you just gotta DM him with an offer that he can't refuse. Uh, yeah, it's a whole thing. <laughs> Dude's on Facebook, not on IG, but because it's connected, yeah, I can't have I it. Hate bro, that. You know yeah, it's like a dead account. I already DM'd you know? him. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. I got Venmo you yeah. ten bucks or something, bro. Let me get that. <laughs> 
Yeah. But until then, yeah. Follow us there. You know, maybe we'll have some new quality goods here to lace you up and style you in <laughs> soon. I, I, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling like a creative vibe. I'm gonna curate some looks for you guys. But uh, yeah, until next time, we out.